Welcome. Welcome to the Metal Report. My name is Elizabeth Pudwell. And I'm Vanessa Cassani. Hello, everyone. Hello, listeners. And we are, the Metal Report is a um, a modern take on a tribal method of communication yes. where women would go out into the meadow and find their their goods. Yep, berries, their things, water, all that kind of Things that were needed for the family. And then they would report when they got back and share that information with other women. Hey, there's good stuff over there. And mm-hmm. that's really right. what the Metal Report is, is we want to bring to our listeners the cool things that we find around here in Houston right yeah. now. We haven't gone out of the city, but we're not opposed to. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. So today we have um, attorney Cindy Hyde. And Cindy and I have been friends for a while. We met through I Know Somebody Houston. And um, she's an attorney, and she has a different, you know, she, you're probably, what, a family law attorney? I do family law. Okay. Right. And then, um, but she has this uh, unique subset (laughs) it's my passion project (laughs) your passion project all right so tell us what it is okay well the the big umbrella is called love money and the law and it's all about relationships marriage and divorce and providing resources and conversations and uh, various points of view around all sorts of family law topics and issues that you might not even know were issues, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's a big umbrella. So and, we were, and we were just talking about like how are, are most of your clients women as well? Uh, not really. No, my clients are about equally mixed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both both men and women over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this year, I've really shifted my practice to primarily focusing on premarital agreements and cohabitation agreements and uncontested divorces so I have the time to work on further development of love, money, and the law because that's really where I'd like to uh, in the future ultimately devote all my time because Mm -hmm. it's been so much fun and I think it has really great value and and no one else is doing this sort of thing so so um, tell us what love, money, and the law is. It sounds very intriguing. (laughs) (laughs) Well um, as a practical matter I'm, I'm producing videos mm-hmm. with other attorneys and uh, over time it'll be with uh, various industries in finance, psychology, health and wellness, spirituality, mm-hmm. looking at all different aspects of, of a family and mm-hmm. moving in and out of relationship or whether you're thinking about getting married or you're in one, you're trying to decide whether or not to stay or leave, which is part of what we'll talk about today. But then if you're going through a divorce. I mean, there's, there's so many aspects to to a family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, no matter what phase of that transition or, or life cycle that you're in. And so, so you get, a, you get a, a client come to you, like, before they're going to get married. And then mm-hmm. that counsel is sort of like how to protect yourself or... Well, we're talking about two different things, and that, I'm glad you asked that question because it's really, I'm doing two completely different things. I, my, in my private law practice, uh, that's where I focus on a very traditional law practice. And so if someone comes to me for a prenuptial agreement, you know, uh, that includes uh, lots of types of conversations about how they envision their life together, why they think they need a prenuptial agreement, for example and then what it is they're trying to accomplish by, by doing one. And surprisingly, especially for, for younger uh, 
the younger set, I will say, and they're maybe their early 30s, sometimes they're not thinking much past the wedding, really. It's just like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. getting married. And the parents are the one that are, ones that are pushing a prenuptial mm. agreement. Because still, the stats are pretty weighted 50-50 right. as far as success of a marriage. So I like to tell anyone getting married, really, if you, if you knew... You know, if you were buying a house and you you know it has a 50% chance of burning down, are you going to buy fire insurance? You bet. And a prenup or a cohabitation agreement is same idea. You know, you, it's just a way of working through all the issues to what, what I think they do is help promote a peaceful relationship and one that you have a, a better chance of long-term happiness with that would be an interesting study actually to see like if you you know how many couples do an agreement mm-hmm. prior you know does it does it elongate the marriage you know does it give it a better chance you know i i don't know if there's any study like that done i mean people are so private about these sorts of yeah, things for too, sure and there's not very really not very many i know of that like to share with others that oh, we have a marriage contract Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not quite sure why that is because I think they're so wonderful. Because you 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 must look at every aspect of your life. I mean, finances are only one part of them. And I have uh, one video and a podcast already uh, on Love, Money, and the Law. So you can go to the podcast called Love, Money, and the Law. You can get there through iTunes or through my website and listen to it. And it's called uh, Unusual um, clauses in prenuptial contracts so it's a little it's it's very informative it's also a little fun because uh, I recorded it with a, a colleague of mine who also does prenups and so we we kind of pulled from our experiences like what are some different sorts of clauses that you've seen in these, in these agreements and and sometimes you know they're a little little let's say maybe they're not enforceable in court but you know right. you can certainly raise them contractually between the two of you so you have better expectation of what you you know really want from your partner mm-hmm. over time yeah that's where the value is because sometimes you know if you if you have a if your expectations are not on the same you're not in the same conversation about what is our life going to look like that's when you start running into trouble down the road so i just think there's such a great way to it's almost Set like a, a planning tool. Yeah, it is uh-huh. kind of a planning tool. Mm-hmm. It is. It really. But it, is I a think really what it does is it forces young couples to have difficult conversations. Yep. Yes. That maybe mm-hmm. they haven't thought about, or right. you know, because right. when you're in love and you are in this place of getting married, right. you're not. You haven't usually spent you know enough of those years together to mm-hmm. kind of know mm-hmm. we might fight about money and how to spend it and mm-hmm. well money is the number well there's two things at least I've found in my practice and I've been doing family law for about 14 years now and everything I don't care who's if, if we're talking about a divorce I don't care who I'm talking about what age it is it always boils down to two things you can either it's either about sex or it's about money or both and that's why I, I've called my project Love, Money, and the Law because it's, you know, you you start with love. I mean, and that, okay, let's also talk about the very practical aspect, which is about 50% of your life together. That's around your finances. It's around right. the money uh-huh. because that influences how you live. Are you a spender? Are you a saver? Where do you, you know, you're going to go on vacation or you're not going to do that? And then what happens when you have children? I mean, all of these things from your from your family history you know, then they really start coming up. So I think it's also a tool to help you 
make a good decision about who are you marrying or are you do you have the right person yeah like are y'all in alignment exactly are you in alignment it's a a great way to say it because if you're not uh then it's it's just a matter of okay how are we going to sort through this over the years and Mm -hmm. it's a lot of unnecessary conflict really there's a there's a a lady in fact i brought this quote with me because i love it so much she uh where did i put it I'll find it. Okay, while you're looking for it. So Mm -hmm. one of the things um, that came up for me when you were talking about this is, Uh it sounds like you're almost a therapist. Yeah. um, (laughs) In some ways. Well, that counselor label really does uh, apply a lot of times. Yeah. And I've been told that I'm very different um, from other lawyers, and I think that's probably true with respect to how I handle my cases because I really um, try to do my very best to help whatever it is that's at issue, meaning, you know, as far as identifying the conflict, because then you can sort of zoom in on the underlying issue. Mm-hmm. So uh, in some ways it's like a counselor, in some ways it's sort of reverse counseling, but I really uh, like to hear a lot from my clients about their case, so then I have, the, uh, I feel like I have a, a good, the best way, I can make the best way of, uh, Supporting them. Supporting them yeah. and, you know, a, a, how to approach the best way. And then, of course, a lot depends on who's on the other side, too. Cause mm-hmm. So you have a workshop coming up, which is yes. what prompted me to invite yeah. Cindy here. Because yeah. this is an opportunity for our listeners to, if you, well, what can, what am I going to get from the workshop? Let's talk about <laughs> okay. that a little bit. So I've, I've created a workshop called Do I Stay or Do I Leave? And it's for anybody that's in... Oh, we had two women yeah, in here that... We had two women that had that were recently divorced or separated uh-huh. with kids. Yeah. And both of them decided to leave the, the marriage. Uh-huh. And uh, it's very interesting. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. Go. Well, that's exactly what this is all about. Because it's, it's for anyone who's in that space, that struggling space of not knowing what to do. Uh-huh. This is a day of discernment it's a day of of helping someone get clarity about what what their next step is and so there's three options one is to okay now I know by the end of the day you know I'm clear because whatever we've been through uh, and exercises and discussion and you know my presenting a little bit about the legal system too and uh, so yes, I'm leaving, or no, I think I'm going to stay. Or the other option is simply to sit still for a little while because you haven't decided. Because one thing for sure is that if you're not 100% sure about leaving, I don't think it's the right decision. You know, you really have to. Um, if if that's the if that's the decision, mm-hmm. you know, there's a there's a kind of a shift in, in knowing that that really is your next step, and so. Um, in some cases, and, I, and it's interesting because over the years, I, st- I started doing this, oh my gosh, I don't know how many years ago. I wrote a little book called Do I Stay or Do I Leave uh, with me back in 2004. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And the workshops that I've done over the years, it consistently, I don't care if I have two people in a class or 20 people in a class, half decide to stay, half decide to go. Oh, and wow. sometimes they'll come in and say, okay, I'm leaving, I know I'm leaving, and by the end of the day, no, you know, it's a better decision to stay. Mm. And they just know that inside. So it's we do a combination of things throughout the day in order to uh, help just get quiet and have the opportunity to really think about their life and think about their relationship. 
and with but with this the, is definitely not all attorney work then no this is part of what is under the umbrella of love money and the okay. law so mm -hmm. I'm not presenting as a lawyer necessarily although there is a piece that I yeah. do explain about the um, legal process in the family law system uh, you know for example what's the difference between litigation mediation arbitration or collaborative law that is a very common question uh -huh. and uh -huh. and unless you do this how would you know what those terms mean right. and so there's a few minutes of just uh, talking about well here's here are the differences and here's what you know those look like that's one example and then you know we talk a little bit about just the the formality of you know filing your filing your pleadings and then you know you have temporary orders and then what does that mean and then you, you know you're going to go to mediation what does that mean and all these are, it's just a it's just what the process is about yeah so there's there's a chance to not only understand what might be coming up but also to ask questions about anything that might be on their mind and what kind of questions do you get do you get things like well you know how do we split the children or you know oh yeah all kinds and and those are those are great topics to talk about because um, you know we have something in Texas called a standard possession order and then you have a modified possession order and then you know then you have agreed orders I mean there's all kinds of ways you can um, you can decide to handle uh, possession visitation access you know conservatorship we say now uh, how that's handled what that looks like and what that means financially Mm. So those are some of the things we talk about too, but, but finances must, for you sure. You must have though too, um, Cindy, because there's the emotional aspect here, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and that it, it isn't all like black and white, you right, know. Right. It, well, that's what the day is about. That's what this whole day is completely about. Is is getting clarity between what is really an emotional reaction to things that might be happening in their life or one that is very uh, objectively wow the differences here are so clear mm -hmm. that there is you know just no chance of any kind right. of you know meeting yeah. of the minds or there's also a piece that I, that I go through um, a description of various kinds of abuse and that is a little delicate and I, I am very clear I said you know if there's anyone here that's uncomfortable I mean just please leave or get up and, and just stop because it's you know the the spectrum of emotional abuse uh, physical abuse You've and sexual abuse seen it all, huh? seen it all and, and I bring unfortunately a personal perspective right, to all of yeah. these things you know like most of us that work in, in areas that are helping other people we we do that from our hearts because trying to help other people. We heal from it. Yeah, so we, get through yes. the same sort of um, uh -huh. same sort of stories, and um, the the nice thing about too being in company with other women, particularly that are going through the same thing, there's just a there's a there's sort of an immediate bond that happens pretty quickly, because part of what we do in the beginning is just you know share why we're there in confidence, and then. That, that it's helpful it helps me to know how to direct the rest of the day a little bit as well mm -hmm. so um, we do a little bit of that and then um, then I've then I have developed a very um, 
effective way to really pull out what's bothering you. In other words, okay, my husband spends too much on whatever, maybe that's it, or she does whatever the issue is, you might think that presenting issue is. But we go through every every section of life with some questions I've developed and ways to really chart them or give them values. And so when we're finished with this period of exercises, and it's that's why it's it's very contemplative, it's very this is why you have to just make time for yourself to to pause and just let me just think about what's going on here. So I'm I'm kind of, you know, guiding you through all right, let's look at one thing at a time and we're going to give this a grade and you you know have certain exercises to write. Then we then we um uh, weight those things, you know, we measure them. And at the end, you can see it really clear what jumps out. And it's always a surprise. It's uh-huh. always a surprise to see, wait a minute, that really is what's going on. That's not what I thought it was. Uh-huh. But after I'm thinking a little deeper. And so from that point, that's, you know, by the, by the end of the morning, before we go to break for lunch, it's, there's some of those aha moments have started to, you know, like, oh my gosh. Then uh, we break for lunch, I go over the legal system, come back and do some other exercises that are more contemplative, some are experiential. Uh, we do some meditations, we do a little bit of movement during the day. And um, so by the end of the day, there's, a, there's definitely been some uh, clarity, you know, around whatever's going on in their life. And, and that might be, okay, I'm gonna stay put and change my viewpoint from the way I'm looking at my life and my relationship. And maybe it's, maybe, you know, I'm the only one that can really shift and do that. And, you know, anytime, as you know, you you shift your own energy, it changes the dynamic Uh of your relationship. Uh So even if you just decide to stand still for a little while and let your partner just, you know, do whatever they do, once you've, you know, if you're playing a tug of war, if you just let go of the rope, you know, classic example. There's no time. There's the conflict. No, there's there's mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. nothing to right. fight about. Yeah. So, lot lots of those kinds of uh, things that we we talk about how to do, and um, so one option is to stay still, and certainly we include some talk about finances as well because that is typically the biggest uh, barrier. Uh, or at least in many cases, even though a lot of us, many women are very independent and have, um, you know, great ways to, to support themselves, but there are a lot still that, that don't. Depend on, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that they're, or they're stay-at-home moms, and I'll tell you, the, the courts don't give you a break. If you've been staying at home, well, they, they're not really, let's say, financially sympathetic to that, right. necessarily, at least for very long. Right. You might have some temporary support or if it's a long-term marriage, you might have some period of spousal support, but it's it's uh, you know not something you want to depend on. Mm-hmm. Um, so finances are are a very big, very big piece. Do you of ever that. get couples? I wish I did. I have not held a workshop yet for couples. I would love to do that. And my next goal too is to hold workshops for couples that are getting married ah. to talk about prenups because mm-hmm. 
that's that's another. Well, I've actually done some, but uh, they've been very limited uh-huh. and, and um, limited attendance. Put it that way. It's been very productive, but I would love to see you know lots of people there right. and have the opportunity to really yeah. have big discussions with men and women at the mm-hmm. table because we have it's so different when you have both sexes I can there. imagine yeah. they yeah. offer such different views of the way they look at things and we really are different we we really do Definitely. view things very differently I got that when we talked to Tara mm-hmm. um, the relationship yeah um therapist yeah tara yeah tara yeah she really yeah i like i liked that one that one was really that. good i feel like it would be really good to do like a couples workshop and then maybe even have like yeah. a therapist there that for those mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. aren't really wanting to divorce but maybe you're like i don't know things are hard you know what do we do and have all that there I don't know. I think that could so be a what really good do, do you ever well, recommend men, therapy? I mean, do you ever like? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Because, like, for example, going back to this workshop, the do I stay or do I leave? At the end of the day, there, you know, you have the three options. Right. You're going to stay put. Mm-hmm. Maybe you try counseling, and that's that's a great road to go. Uh, or there might be no other option. You know, especially in cases of abuse, or if you didn't even get it, you know that that's that's not good. That you know he's. He's only held a knife to your throat one time. Right. Well, yeah. You know, how many chances does that need to yeah. happen? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just it's sometimes it's you know kind of breaking through a little bit or waking up out of a denial space, um, but so you might not have another choice but to leave, uh, and you know a lot of times uh, it's not recognized that you you know there are actionable torts inside of marriage. You know, there's assault and battery and sexually transmitted diseases. Those are all actionable uh, uh, lawsuits that can happen inside at the same time, along with a divorce case, if that's what's happening. And that and that means damages. I mean, that's there are money damages for that. So you have a very significant or can have a significant what we call a disproportionate division of assets in that case. So just because you're married doesn't mean anything goes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's um, you have to respect those boundaries and you know not what love looks like, right? <laughs> I feel like this workshop could be a really good place for couples to go and find what those boundaries are. Like I think that a lot of couples don't really talk about that until like I, way yeah. well, until it becomes a fight. <laughs> yeah, yes. right. So, and the other big issue now is rights of privacy because those are the other things. Now you you know you go to the you go to the district attorney's office or the police station, nobody wants to hear about somebody broken your cell phone and read your messages. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, in the scale of urgency, that is not going to fall right in their right. priority, right? Yeah. However, um, you know, the case law now is supporting, you know, a lot of, this is, this is actionable, uh, an invasion of privacy, even if you're married. So if your spouse mm-hmm. has a password-protected telephone or a computer and he or she has not voluntarily and very specifically said to you here's my password go on the computer anytime you want to whatever you you, you can't, can't use you can't sneak around and fi- even if you can figure it out and go right. in anyway it's, yeah. it's yeah it's you just basically none of your business right. yeah i mean mm. even if you're married yeah and a lot of people don't understand that and uh, 
same way if you're dating or whatever, you know, if I've heard girls are just taking the phones and looking up his whatever, you know, that's a big no-no. You can't mm-hmm. do that. That's called snooping. <laughs> well, it's it's worse than that, too. I mean, it's, yeah. it's you're breaking the law, you know, and that, that's a penalty, so. Yeah. Well, All right, so how do you register for the, how do, or how do you find it? How can we register? Where do you find okay. the information for? And how often do you do it? I feel like yeah. this would be good to, like, do regularly because people I, are always working through stuff. You know? I would like to hold it about every three months if, yeah. if, that's, if this is, um, uh, you know, it's, it's well-received. And also uh, marketing in Houston, you would think, oh, God, you know, you have five, five or six million people here. But it's a challenge to get the word out to uh, so many people when you're when you're holding something. So I'm very, that's why I appreciate having a chance to be able to um, you know talk about right. it today. So let everybody know it's happening September the seventh. Um, it will the the location is not listed yet on the site, and I've done that very intentionally. We will we will show where it is being held within the last week, but it will be within a mile of the Galleria. Uh, and either be at my office or one other location that we've we've chosen, or I've chosen, and um, uh, so Galleria location for sure. Okay. Yeah. And you know, some people come from other cities too. When I've done this in the past, because they don't really want to run into their neighbor, you know, mm-hmm. they want to say, yeah. But it, it's hard to do that. I think in Houston anyway, but. You know, even if you live in San Antonio or Austin or Dallas right, or wherever, right, just right. come in for the day. Right. We start registration at 9.30 and they have some coffee and croissant or something if you like. Then break for lunch. I do provide lunch, so um, it's easy. You just stay there and have lunch. Although if you have allergies or anything, you need to bring your own lunch. Um, and then we break around 4.30 uh, to five o'clock, and we always finish with a, a meditation of some kind. So you're, it's optional to stay for that last part if you want or not. So, um, and what is your website? The website is lovemoneylaw.com. Lovemoneylaw.com. Love so the two things that are, you know, three things most important. You have love, that's what it's all about. Money, which certainly involved, and and the law. <laughs> and Sometimes the law. you know you <laughs> you might be thinking about that too. So lovemoneylaw.com. Go to events. It's there's a little note on the on the homepage. But if you go to the events, you can register there. Click through uh, on Eventbrite is where you okay. where and how you register. Yeah, and it. you may be able to you know put it on Facebook as well and and pull it up that way and yeah I need find to do a, that right. We need to um, do that. As well. Yes, definitely. You mm-hmm. need to do that. And if we can put it on our on our site yeah. as well mm-hmm. and just That'd put it great. on there that way. That'd be great. You know we can post it for Thank you, you there. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, awesome. I wanted to ask you how you got into like what made you start love money and the law how, how much time do we have exactly <laughs> do you want, the, you want the short version or you yes the, we okay, need the, the short version the we're line. at 32 minutes okay so, so the bottom line is well uh like we mentioned earlier you know any of us that are that are that have passion projects i think or or work in the helping field is because we have uh you know there's been a there's been some sort of fire in our belly because we want to do something to help others mm-hmm. in whatever way. And I went through a very, um, very long, contentious, spirited divorce myself between uh, our separation. This was in Ohio. It wasn't here in Texas. Between our separation, our divorce, and then post-decree issues. You can wrap that into about a seven-year process. Wow. It was very, very uh, difficult. And there was one point in the um, 
in our divorce where uh, and, I'll, and I'll just say this it's not very not very nice but it's the truth I took I had taken our children on vacation because I thought we didn't we were gonna do this in a friendly way right we'd been married for so long and I came back and I had hundred and twenty five dollars in our bank account my husband had taken all of the money out of our checking all the money out of our savings he had maxed the equity lines out he closed the credit cards and locked me out of our own business wow. and said fight me I was wow devastated and with two children and you know were you an attorney at this point no I was not pra- no I'm not licensed in Ohio I wasn't practicing mm-hmm. law in Ohio uh, I was actually uh, working in, in at some point I was working in the business with my husband and then I was in politics so um, uh, jumped to the courtroom because I I had uh, my father had uh, Given me some money to, for attorney's fees to kind of get started, which ran through just really fast. Yeah. Uh, so I had to go to court one day by myself because I couldn't. My family lawyer resigned. I couldn't pay him. My business um, advisor, the the business, uh, we did it. I had to do a business analysis evalu- evaluator. Sorry, I couldn't find the word. Uh, he pulled back because I couldn't pay him either. So I ended up in court in front of the judge by myself on the other side was my husband and his family law attorney, his business law attorney, and his business evaluator. And I went to the bench and I was so, I mean, it was just emotionally very difficult. And, uh, and I explained to the judge the situation. I said, would you please release some funds so I have some temporary support and money for attorney's fees? And she says, well, we'll get you some money for support, but as far as your attorney's fees go, uh, she says, you're a lawyer, aren't you? And I said, yes, but I'm not licensed here in Ohio. And she says, well, if you decide to try and do the case on your own, just know that I'm going to hold you to the highest standard of the courtroom, just like the other attorneys here. If not, you should go back to your other lawyer and see if you can work something out, which I knew was not a possibility. She says, when this case is over, I will decide whether or not it's an equitable division of assets to uh, award you attorney's fees. Until that time, you're just going to have to make do. Boom. That was it. I was absolutely in shock because how can you go from like, you know middle class family with kids and then literally overnight be no money? And the thing that's wow. shocking me is not, it's a female judge. Yes. Yeah. And, she, and she's not seeing the value of you having representation. She she just, I don't know, didn't have a good breakfast that day, I guess. I don't know what it was. Wow. But it that moment, that is the moment that I said, you know what? I don't care how long it takes me when I get through this. I'm going to do something to explain some of the potential pitfalls in the system, uh, in the civil system, because you know if you don't have any money in criminal court, then you you get a lawyer, yeah. right? Uh, but not if you just want to get out of a bad marriage. You know you're pretty much on your own. And um, I mean this is why I'm I'm uh, developing the love money mm-hmm. in the law because yes, there's a legal foundation not just for not just for uh, you know. The legal aspect, but the spiritual laws too. I mean, there's spirituality has a very big part in this. There are spiritual laws that are very um, 
you know, they don't bend. And so there'll be discussions about those as well uh, in the context of a relationship or getting married or getting divorced, you know, mm-hmm. how, how you look at all of those things too because yeah. we all have such different perspectives that we bring. Right, right. So I think by just talking about, um, talking about the issues is so helpful because I think understanding is everything. And it's been surprising to me over the years in my practice that like we're at mediation and it's rare occasions on family will I ever you know let the parties sit together during mediation but even then it's time where you get clarity about what's going on in their lives and sometimes it's not until they get to mediation yeah they're in the middle of the and they divorce. start they start understanding each yeah. other well I thought wow. you meant this no I thought you meant that well you did this well you did that but this is why and la 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 and then all of a sudden you see this relief come through and you go seriously you know this has been a communication breakdown sometimes yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what would you do? What would you counsel somebody, uh, a woman that uh-huh. in your situation that doesn't have money and needs an attorney? Yeah, what should she do? It's that's tough. It's a hard spot to be in because the the truth of the matter is, uh, you're kind getting of a divorce is not something you really should be doing on your own. I mean, even though now there are all kinds of forms and all these things, but you don't. If you have any assets whatsoever, I mean, um, or if there's a child involved, or if there's any sort of retirement involved, or anything, you know, I mean, there are, there are places, you know, that offer pro bono services, but you know, get in line. Yeah, you know, it's it's not gonna yeah. be. And I've actually known um, a few women that have been in that situation, yeah. and they get so screwed, child support, all of it. It's like. And I, because I you feel don't know for them. The you don't know the law. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, you can't just... Um, it's always amazing. And you can't even... Goes, I looked this up on the internet. Uh, exactly. Oh, I should have done that right. instead of gone to law school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not that simple. It's not yeah. going to work that way. Yeah. All right. So we can find you at lovemoneylaw.com. Law.com. Yeah. And, and your podcast is on there? And Yes, you can go to the podcast page and you can sign up through to, uh, on the podcast through the, the website page. You, there's, a, there's a link to uh, Apple uh, Podcast and Simplecast and also Google. So okay. you can sign up those three places there. Or you can just go directly on your app on your phone. Okay. To love money and the law, we've published. Uh, I pub- we that would be me, myself, and I have published seven <laughs> <laughs> episodes. I mean, obviously, I've got great, uh, uh, you know, technical assistance yeah. and wonderful guests, and really have a lovely young lady that's working with me as an intern, and she's doing a great job. Uh, so it it is it is more than me, obviously, yeah. but. Uh, but the, um, the subjects, I think, are really interesting, and I'm trying to put something out there every time that's a, you know, a little different, so there's something for everybody. But there's, um, you know, go check it out, uh-huh. see what's out there, and hopefully, sign, it's, you know, join, sign up. What yes. is it? Subscribe. Subscribe. Thank Subscribe. you. Yes. Subscribe. Yes. Subscribe. And same for the video and on, you get videos. Yeah. on YouTube. On YouTube, YouTube okay. channel, same way. Love, That's money, awesome. and the law. Love, Love money, it. and the law, right. Yeah. Love, well, you can find it that way. Love, yeah. money, and the law. Love, yes. money, and the law, right. You got well, it. you're beautiful to talk to. Yeah. Um, you have a Thank great you. voice. And Thank you. It, Thank you. Um, 
You make law fun. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a first. <laughs> that, thank you. We really appreciate nice. you coming and thank sharing. You. And mm-hmm. um, thank you for inviting me. If you guys me, were looking pleasure. for her, you can find her at Love, Money, and the Law. Yeah, Cindy it, Hyde, H-I-D-E. Don't go to H-I-D-E. The, no. Cindy Hyde, H-I-D-E. That's yes, right. very easy to find. Cindy and uh, mm-hmm. if you're looking for more, if you want to get in touch with Vanessa and I about the Meadow Report, you can email us mm-hmm. at the Meadow Reports at gmail.com mm-hmm. and you can find our um, podcast on www.themetalreportsplural.com yep and um, and please give us a review that always helps yes feedback and you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook yes yeah, thank same, you same, same, same. all of those yes mm-hmm. okay. yeah thank you thank you for having me